Welcome to the More Than Anxiety Podcast. I'm Megan DeVito, and I'm the life coach for stressed out and anxious women who want more out of life. I'm here to help you create a life you love to live where anxiety isn't holding you back. Get ready for a lighthearted approach to managing anxiety through actionable steps, a lot of truth talk, and inspiration to take action so you walk away feeling confident, calm, and ready to live. Let's get to it. Hello. Welcome to episode 51 of the More Than Anxiety podcast. My name is Megan. I'm a life coach, and I help women who are stressed out and anxious and working so hard who have really big dreams and goals. I help them get what they want. And I'm really excited to have you here for this episode because I'm going to share with you the secret to having an anxiety breakthrough. I swear it's true. People usually start listening to one of my podcasts or they hire me to be their coach so that they know what to do when they're anxious. But in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how powerful doing absolutely nothing is when you're anxious. Are you ready? Let's get started. I want you to imagine that you've recently started a new job or maybe a new position at work. And it's pretty much your dream job. It's what you've prepared for in all the other positions that you've held. It's in line with what you studied in school, and it's just perfect for you. And you were the one they selected because you are exactly the right person for the job. But this job has felt like a dream for so long, and now that you're in it, it actually feels pretty heavy. And you started taking work home with you. And not just the computer or the files, but the constant thoughts about maybe not being enough at your job or what your coworkers think about you or whether you can really actually even do this job. Maybe whether you should speak up for what you know or if you do, what if you're wrong? What if everybody thinks you're a tryhard or a bitch? I want you to think about that for a second. Just sit in that. And then before you know it, you're kind of on the verge of tears and you've gone from feeling incredible to feeling like an absolute fraud or an idiot in absolutely no time. Your mind is racing and it's telling you that your coworkers can't stand you or you're probably going to get fired anyway and maybe you should just go ahead and resign now. This was totally a fluke that you were even hired and you probably only thought this is what you wanted to do and maybe you were totally wrong. Guys, this is anxiety. Anxiety doesn't always look like rocking in a corner or sobbing hysterically. Sometimes it looks like relentlessly doing things over and over and over again because you think they have to be perfect, like taking work home with you or working late because you didn't get it done well enough at work, or you just need to rethink that one idea one more time. It might look like questioning your decisions or your knowledge or your expertise, or your education, just because somebody is upset or disagrees with you. You take that on yourself that you messed up or that you're wrong. That can be anxiety. And maybe it's you apologizing and changing your answer to be nice. So you end up saying yes to things that don't suit you or that you just don't want or even have the time to do. It's just not your thing and you say yes anyway. That's people pleasing and that's anxiety. It can also look like taking on other people's problems or their emotions as your own and trying to fix how they feel or what you think went wrong. And you'll know this is you if you've referred to yourself as a fixer. And I can't tell you how many times in the, fa- in the past I was like, yeah, but that's what I do. I'm kind of a fixer. 
This is really common, especially if you are an empath or you're highly sensitive, which really can be part of being anxious too. If you tend to overreact to small hiccups in your life, like being five minutes late or having an unexpected change of plans or even going to the doctor as soon as you feel like the slightest bit of sickness, you start to trust everybody else more than yourself to be right. So you overreact and then you feel anxious. Or maybe you think other people are far more focused on what you say or what you wear or how many times you go to the bathroom during the day at work and you change your mind or whether you speak up. You're always trying to be perfect and God forbid you ever make a mistake because what will people think about you? This is also part of being anxious. So All of these things feed into your anxiety and keep you doing those same things and thinking those same rotten and untrue thoughts. But even though you're trying to fix feeling anxious by making other people happy or working harder or thinking less of yourself, the real solution is actually much more simple and very very counterintuitive. And it's not that laundry list of tips that you're finding on Instagram or TikTok. The real solution is to do nothing at all. Hear me out though, (laughs) because that doesn't mean that there isn't a place for grounding yourself or for for practicing breathing or all of those things that you do see all over the place. And those grounding tips are super important. There absolutely is a necessity for these. And I teach these techniques in my coaching. I do. I use them myself. What I'm talking about when I say to do nothing is not doing the things that your anxious brain is telling you to do or that you should do. Doing nothing is saying no. It's trusting yourself. It's not letting your work time take over your home life. Whatever it is that your anxiety is telling you, it's like flipping it off and refusing to do it. Here's why this is the solution. I know this sounds big right now, and you might think I'm crazy, and I swear to you I'm not. This is really the key. Doing nothing teaches your brain how to feel anxious and how to choose thoughts. And this is something that I work on with women um, when I coach them. When we start, people usually know how anxious they are or how stressed they are. They have all kinds of thoughts about what's making them anxious. And we don't immediately jump straight into doing nothing because the habits that they've created or that you might have are probably pretty solid at this point. And you may not even know their habits. They might feel just like necessary things that you're doing because this is what's keeping you alive. I'm going to challenge that though and say this isn't true. I've mentioned in um, previous podcast episodes that anxiety is very biological, but your reaction to anxiety can become a habit. And when you create these habits to stay safe and to feel better, they just become part of who you are and part of your routine. And there's no shame in that at all. You've done your best to manage these feelings and to keep living and to keep doing the things that are required of you. So when I'm working with somebody, we always start with plenty of grace while you learn to do nothing. And yes, you actually will get to a place where you notice what you're thinking and how you're feeling, and you'll actually choose to ignore it, even if that sounds impossible right now. So doing nothing, doing nothing allows you to practice mindfulness, which is really just noticing how you feel or what you think and what's going on around you. So like to put it simply, it's just being present. And when you're trying to feel the hard things that make you scared and overwhelmed, 
you want to move out of your head because that's where all of those stories are coming from. And you want to drop into your body. This allows you to just start to being aware of what you think or what you feel, and especially to those sensations inside your body right in the moment. Because in the moment, you're just sitting and noticing, and there's no danger. It's just a feeling. It's just a thought. And it's just where you, where you are. Mindfulness helps you break that cycle of thinking and feeling, of ruminating and going over the past and worrying that really accompanies all of those feelings inside your body. Because remember, the anxiety is how your body feels. The thoughts are just a symptom. So whether you're a thinker or you're a feeler or you just spiral into both, it's all normal. It's okay. But being mindful allows you just to notice and to break that cycle. That is a game changer. Doing nothing also helps you practice self-compassion, or it lets you notice what's going on around you and how you feel about what's going on around you. A lot of times we don't want to feel anything uncomfortable or anything that feels sad or bad or dangerous. But when you are compassionate for yourself, you have the chance to take care of yourself the same way that you would be compassionate to somebody else that you love and care about. And yes, this means loving yourself and all of your very human emotions. I know it would be fantastic, but we're not supposed to feel good all the time. Somewhere along the line, we fell into this idea that anything bad is wrong, and that's just not true. You're human. You get to be angry and sad and heartbroken and mournful and even guilty. All of those emotions serve a purpose, and when you refuse to feel them, they're going to get stuck in there. So if you are angry or scared or defeated or frustrated or anything else, you have to let yourself feel it and think about what you need to think or what you need to do to feel better instead of just trying to make it go away by fighting it off. This is pretty much the foundation of my coaching because I help women notice how they feel and what they think and how they react. And I teach them how to feel anxious and then to pause before they do anything at all. We learn how to do nothing on purpose. When you let the thoughts and the feelings just simmer there without trying to stop them, you're practicing acceptance. And you might be thinking, why would I want to accept anxiety? Why would I want to do that? This is a really crucial aspect of learning to manage anxiety because when you do nothing, you acknowledge and you accept your current feelings without judging them. You stop telling yourself that you're a hot mess or a basket case, and you stop judging yourself for feeling the emotions that make you a human, and you start finding the things that you think are causing you to feel these big emotions. Remember that those habits you have were really, you probably learned them when you were little to help you feel safe or loved or included. Since you learned the reactions, you can also unlearn them. But to do that, you have to stop judging yourself and squashing how you feel. And you have to be okay with feeling even the really uncomfortable and hard stuff that you would normally just jump into action to make go away. When you take that immediate action, when you're anxious, it can throw your thoughts into overdrive and cause you to be impulsive and do a lot of things that you're going to regret later or that you might regret later. You might step back from a project or a relationship that you want or you might leave an important interview or a meeting because you feel anxious. And you might even quit on your dreams when you haven't learned just to stop and feel and choose. 
by doing nothing, by choosing to do nothing, you allow yourself time to cool down and to approach that situation with a clearer mind and a calm body so that you can be intentional. And so that you can say, no, I really want this thing, or I really know that I'm good at this, but holy crap, I'm afraid right now. And then we can deal with it. We can deal with what makes you afraid. What are you thinking that's making you afraid? What do you feel? Let's deal with it all. The more you allow yourself to experience that anxiety without trying to make it stop or trying to avoid it altogether, the more you can build emotional resilience. And you'll learn that anxiety comes and goes and that it's a normal part of everybody's life. This might sound really logical right now, but when you're anxious, how often have you thought that you were broken or you're the only person who feels anxious? I'm going to help you learn that anxiety is just a natural part of life and that you can feel it and have it not be a problem. And when it's not a problem, there's nothing to fight off. So it just goes away. You don't feel it as often. And even when you do, it's not as intense. And of course, doing nothing doesn't mean ignoring your anxiety or avoid seeking help when you need it. You absolutely should. It is totally essential to create balance between giving yourself some space to process your emotions and taking some necessary steps to find what is causing you to feel anxious. Everybody's experience with anxiety is unique. So finding what works best for you is really important. And that's what I do. Every person I work with has a different experience because every person feels and thinks anxiously in their own way with their own thoughts and their own feelings. So one person might think that they can't get ahead. So they overwork and they burn out. But another person might think that they don't know what to do, so they procrastinate and they try to be perfect. But the feelings are the same, the thoughts are similar, and the situations are totally different. These two people were not coached the same way by me. And yes, they're both real women, and this episode is kind of a mashup of their stories and experiences. Both of these women were in powerful jobs and high-level positions Both of them are brilliant and well-educated and trusted with big-time responsibilities. And both of them worried about their ability and quality of their work or how they were doing at their job. And they were also worried about where they were headed in their individual positions. And now both women know how to pause and how to ask themselves the right questions while they calm down their bodies so that they can think about what they need or maybe about what they feel and they choose how they want to respond. This is doing nothing. This is how brains change and how to learn to trust yourself or love yourself and really how to have fun again, whether it's fun at home because you're not bringing work home or fun at work because you feel confident and you know that your coworkers aren't judging you near as much as you're judging yourself. To learn more about how I can help you do nothing (laughs) and change your response and your brain through coaching, you can go to the show notes or straight to my website. It's megandevito.com forward slash work with me. And you schedule a consultation call. We'll talk about what anxiety is like for you, maybe where you're stuck and what you want to experience instead. And I'll help you see what's possible for you when you're not being held hostage by anxiety in all of the different areas of your life. I love these calls and I know that you will too. So if I don't talk to you before on a call, I will be back again next week. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the More Than Anxiety podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe and leave a review so others can easily find this resource as well. And of course, if you're ready to feel more relaxed, have more energy, more confidence, and a lot more fun, go to megandevito.com forward slash work with me or just to the show notes to talk to me more about coaching. See you soon.